0: Another day in May, another chance for severe storms tonight. We'll track those that are out there now and those that may still develop.
1: And another delay at the Capitol, the latest stall technique from Democrats and the battle for transitioning health care for minors.
2: The border is not open. It has not been opened and it will not be open.
3: And preparing for the end of Title 42, federal leaders surveying the southern border today to see what can be done before the COVID era policy ends.
1: First tonight, we are talking about weather on this warm Friday. Storms are possible once again tonight. Some could even be severe, bringing strong wind and hail. Right now, you're looking at a video here of storm clouds brewing over Bowie, Texas, just last night.
3: And besides the storms, Nick, we know that some parts of Texas reached 100 degrees yeah, today. It certainly felt like it here, although,
0: it, yeah. yeah. It was 94 in Austin at Camp Mabry. Today it felt like 101-102 during the peak Can I tell
1: of the you, day. it was shocking. I, I truly wasn't ready for the 90s. It was like, whoa, it's here, it's happening.
0: Yeah, well, it was tied for our hottest day of the year so far, but you can bet as we go through May and into June and July, <laughs> we've got more of this coming. But let's turn our attention first to the severe weather threat here this evening. Severe thunderstorm watch in effect for most of Central Texas, with the exception of Caldwell and Fayette counties, until 10 o'clock tonight. Our main concern, is large damaging hail and strong winds. We already have at least one severe thunderstorm warning uh, here in the area, our sand viewing area for San Saba County, including the city of San Saba until 5 30. This storm is about to move into Lampasas County and a new severe thunderstorm warning may be needed for that county too. We've got two hail cores with this storm. The larger one up to potentially two inch diameter hail is slowly working its way toward the city of San Saba. So now is the time to get the cars in the garage or under a carport to protect them before the storm gets to you. The heat is the other story. Most of us are in the 90s, triple digits right now in Lano. It's going to be a hot night for all of us, even if not all of us get storms. Rain chances at about 30% through about 9 or 10 tonight, but then they drop off here at 11. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll keep tracking the storm chances through the weekend, show you the continuing humidity, and also even wetter weather potentially for next week.
3: All right, Nick, thank you very much. We have some breaking news out of the Houston area. Two people are injured after an explosion caused a massive fire at the Shell refinery plant in Deer Park. You can see thick black clouds of smoke. Look at the flames there. Now, all of the employees were evacuated, and right now it is unclear what caused that explosion.
1: Today, a Cedar Park police officer has been arrested following an allegation of sexual assault. Texas Rangers arrested Officer Kiko Moten today after the alleged victim came forward yesterday. The Cedar Park Police Department is supporting the ongoing Texas Rangers investigation. Sexual assault is a second-degree felony
3: well today the texas legislature once again took up a bill to ban gender transitioning health care for minors and
1: once again a procedural move by democrats stopped the bill from reaching a vote this is one of the most heated controversies in this legislative session Our ryan chandler has been following all the action inside the house today and joins us live tonight with this developing story
2: Well, Britt Daniel, Texans on all side of this issue here at the Capitol today say that whether they support or oppose the bill, they care about protecting Texas kids. Supporters argue children are too young to consent to such serious care. I spoke to another mother today who argues that that same care saved her trans son's life. Here's her story and a look at the latest in that debate today.
1: He's the kind of person that from age five, when he walked into the room, teachers would say, your child's smile lights up the entire room.
2: For Sarah Morales' son, gender transition care was not just life-changing, but life-saving.
1: He had been self-harming and starving himself and doing a number of different destructive things to his body because he felt like he was trying to force himself to be okay.
2: Born female, she says her son's image didn't fit his identity. They made the difficult decision to transition with testosterone.
1: He was thriving again, and this was because he was allowed to move into presenting himself in a way that felt congruent with how he felt in his head.
2: Those steps will likely be illegal for minors like him after this legislative session. Senate Bill 14 would prohibit doctors from providing minors with surgery that adds or removes genitals, puberty blockers, or hormones like testosterone or estrogen. And it would require minors currently transitioning to wean off their current medication. It's the politics now... HAS BECOME MORE IMPORTANT THAN THE SCIENCE. AS A MEDICAL DOCTOR, REPRESENTATIVE TOM OLIVERSON SAYS HIS BILL WILL BETTER PROTECT CHILDREN. YOU'RE TAKING THESE KIDS WITH A MENTAL HEALTH CONDITION AND TOTALLY NORMAL ANATOMY AND YOU'RE DESTROYING THAT ANATOMY FOREVER AND ALL TIME. UNDER THE THEORY THAT IT'S SOMEHOW GOING TO COMPLETELY RESOLVE THEIR MENTAL HEALTH PROBLEMS. AND THE REALITY IS is THAT THAT IS NOT TRUE. ON THE HOUSE FLOOR, A SERIES OF PROCEDURAL OBJECTIONS FROM DEMOCRATS STALLED THE BILL. THE GALLERY TENSE, BUT tame. AS TEXANS AWAITED A DECISION ALL SAY COULD MEAN LIFE OR DEATH. THIS NEWS IS STILL UNFOLDING AS WE SPEAK THIS EVENING. THAT BILL GOT SENT BACK TO THE PUBLIC HEALTH COMMITTEE AFTER DEMOCRATS HAD A SUCCESSFUL POINT OF ORDER FINDING A procedural ERROR WITH with ONE PART OF THAT BILL. THEY JUST WENT INTO THAT MEETING AT 5 O'CLOCK. Since then, the chairman of the calendars committee, Dustin Burroughs, he's the one who decides which bills make it to the floor for debate and when. He says SB 14 will be put up back for debate next week. It will not be watered down. It will pass and it will become law. We'll be following that as it occurs. For now, at the Texas Capitol, I'm Ryan Chandler.
1: Ryan, thank you. The Travis County District Attorney and Attorney General Ken Paxton squared off today about those Capitol protests. In a statement, Paxton called out DA Jose Garza writing about how the DA dropped charges against someone arrested for assaulting and resisting arrest. Now Paxton wrote, his indifference to political violence is a threat to public safety. In response, Garza's office said he had nothing to do with it. A magistrate judge rejected the charges and went on to reference Paxton's felony indictment, writing, quote, he should focus on his own legal troubles instead of interfering in the Travis County criminal process.
3: And this comes as Attorney General Paxton is launching an investigation into Dell Children's Medical Center. Now this is connected to transitioning related care. He wants to uncover whether any procedure were unlawfully performed on minors. Now in an opinion last year, Paxson wrote that providing transitioning related care is considered child abuse under state law. Care such as puberty blockers, hormone therapy, surgeries, even speech therapy. Now, we are asking Paxton for clarification on the investigation. Now, in a statement, Del Med says that it takes seriously any allegations about the care provided to patients. The statement reading in part, quote, our organizations prohibits surgery and prescribing hormone therapy for the treatment of gender dysphoria for children. It went on to say it does offer a safe and welcoming place for patients. We have the full statement for you right now on KXAN.com. The situation Uh, at the border is a very serious one, a
2: very challenging one, and a very difficult one.
1: Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is visiting the southern border in Brownsville today, just days before a pandemic era migrant policy comes to an end. Mayorkas says the purpose of his trip is to review operations and see the administration's planning in action before the termination of Title 42, which is coming up on May 11th. The Biden administration is working to finalize new immigration laws that will deny asylum to many migrants caught crossing the border illegally. Mallorca says the administration is surging resources to try to help manage expected waves of people requesting asylum, but cautioned, that process won't be easy.
2: The smugglers who exploit vulnerable migrants are spreading misinformation, they are spreading false information, lies in a way to lure vulnerable people to the southern border, and those individuals will only be returned.
1: Earlier this week, President Biden ordered 1,500 troops to the border to help secure areas ahead of that policy change.
3: Well, we're seeing a lot of caps and gowns around Austin. It's that time of year where students close one chapter and start a new one what to know about today's graduation ceremonies.
1: And in less than 24 hours, history will be made. We'll take you now to Buckingham Palace, where a new king is set to be crowned.
3: Plus, after three years, COVID is no longer a public health emergency. Isn't that great to hear? We'll tell you who made the call and what factored into the decision.
1: We are looking live at the UT Tower tonight. Thousands of University of Texas students are graduating this weekend. This is a peak of Austin, actually, but big congratulations to all of our graduates. Now, the university-wide commencement is happening tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. at Darrell K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium. That means campus is going to be very busy. On KXAN.com, we have all the details on road closures, parking, and how to get around town.
3: And college students aren't the only ones celebrating graduation today. So are cadets from Austin's Fire Academy. Now, after six months of hard work at the academy, graduates became probationary firefighters at a graduation ceremony this morning. And while some are relieved to be done with all the training, they're not resting on their laurels.
0: In this line of work, we wanna never lose
3: sight of, of the training, and hopefully we learn something new every day we go to work. And this was the 135th class of cadets to graduate.
0: We're still watching the storms, really just one severe thunderstorm, but it is a strong one with large hail moving through San Saba County. Now severe thunderstorm warning continues until 530. The worst of the hail moving into portions of Chapel now and drifting off to the north and northeast. A new warning may be needed soon for Lampasas County. We'll track an increasing storm chance into your evening in first warning weather.
1: In a city that always has a certain energy, the excitement has been ramping up to a new level in London tonight on the eve of the coronation of King Charles III. It's been seven decades since the last coronation. Queen Elizabeth was crowned in 1952.
3: And right now, hundreds of thousands are pouring into the city, anxious for a chance to get a glimpse of history. Jay Gray reports from Westminster Abbey.
4: The banners are in place, with only a few hours left now for rehearsals and final preparations ahead of tomorrow's coronation. It's been around for almost a thousand years, and uh, Britain's ceremony, or the United Kingdom ceremony, is the um, one of the only coronations left of its kind. Don't
0: face the-
4: He has officially been king since his mother's passing, meeting with faith leaders and heads of state, traveling overseas, taking on controversial issues at home. He's become a monarch quicker than people expected. But in a country so often defined by its history and traditions, the transformation from prince to king isn't complete without a coronation. The language of the coronation ceremony, from sort of since it was kind sort of locked down in the 14th century, has still articulated that the king or queen somehow changes during that ceremony. The religious service, led by the Archbishop of Canterbury at Westminster Abbey, will follow traditions passed on for nearly a thousand years. They look to the past, but they look to the future at the same time, um, with uh, what How this reign and this one will be be interpreted. The King embracing the rich history of the throne as he formally accepts the task of guiding the monarchy, Britain, and the Commonwealth into the new era of Charles III. Jay Gray, NBC News, London.
1: Now the ceremony is expected to last about two hours then a procession will take the king and the queen and several members of the royal family back to Buckingham Palace where they are expected to gather on the balcony for the traditional wave to tens of thousands of all the people there who will be gathered outside. Now, you can watch the coronation with us starting bright and early tomorrow morning. Savannah Guthrie and the NBC News team are live from Buckingham Palace for on-the-ground coverage of the coronation. Join us for a front-row seat to the historic event starting at 4 a.m. if you're an early bird, <laughs> right here on KXAN.
3: Nice and early. All right, well, back on this side <laughs> of the pond, another big event tomorrow, the first Saturday in May, of course, calls for the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> And this will be the 149th year of the horse race, and you can watch the 2023 Kentucky Derby tomorrow, starting at 11 a.m. right here on KXAN.
1: All righty, it's a day for mint juleps and the hats, and you know, we, <laughs> know, we can all dressing up yeah.
3: on Saturday. <laughs> for do you wear the crown so or do you days. wear the hats? Yeah, <laughs> you just have them both yeah. and just switch There's them There's a lot out.
1: to celebrate. No kidding.
0: uh Hey, we're watching some storms out there now. This is the view from our Whittlesey Landscape Supplies camera in Granite Shoals, watching those towering cumulus and cumulonimbus clouds off in the distance. The severe storm still generally confined to San Saba County but any minute now wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing a new severe thunderstorm warning for Lampasas County too. Still the worst of it uh, with the darker reds and the more frequent lightning in the southeastern corner of San Saba County where a severe thunderstorm warning continues until 5.30. National Weather Service warning about considerable damage with this one from hail up to 2.5 inches in diameter and that hail core is slowly meandering its way eastward this is not a particularly fast-moving storm what about the rest of us well there's some indications some of these storms may make somewhat of a right-hand turn and try to get into the Metro later on this evening we're also watching these dots these white dots here those are clouds starting to puff up just west of San Antonio if they continue to rise they may eventually turn into storms that may also head for the Austin Metro still we more uh, uncertainty than we would like the day of storms but we're giving at least a 30 to 40% rain chance for wherever you are here in central Texas tonight. Brand new computer model takes some of those storms to the north and actually brings them south into the Austin metro here, 7, 8, 9 o'clock tonight. Not all models are hinting at this, but at least two of them are. So be ready for storm chances to go up after about 6, 6.30 or so this evening, even in the metro. If this were to happen, those storms would continue off to the east here by 10 and then wind down completely by midnight. There's still other computer models that keep all those storms north of Austin and generally just skirting parts of our area. We're going to keep watching things for you, of course. We want you weather aware, but I wouldn't cancel plans just yet, uh, given some of the uncertainty involved. Tomorrow morning starts with clouds, then the sun comes out. It's going to be another hot and humid day. Very similar to today, except tomorrow's rain chance is a little lower, a little bit later in the day. Call it mostly tomorrow evening that we could see storms here tomorrow. Our first warning weather forecast then for tonight, 70 degrees for the overnight low. It'll be a warm one with a 30 to 40 percent rain chance here. With severe weather possible, large hail damaging winds, the primary concern with a low tornado risk tonight. Tomorrow, clouds to a sun cloud mix a lower 20% storm chance late in the day. The highest severe weather risk looks west of Austin tomorrow and especially into portions of the hill country where we have a two out of five severe weather risk tomorrow. And Sunday's risk is a bit more spread out, but it's a one out of five for now. And, of course, we'll be updating you through the weekend on the forecast. Rain chances not super high over the next few days. Even through Tuesday, it's basically back and forth between 20 and 30 percent. But Wednesday through next Friday, those rain chances bump up a bit more. Call it at least scattered as we're looking into an even wetter period than these daily, call it low-end rain chances. How much rain over the next week? Two to three inches. And isolated higher amounts for the metro and our eastern counties, one to two inches for the hill country. We do, of course, still need more rain, especially for the hill country. And this hopefully gets spread out over the next week so that we can manage it. Severe weather risk, at least for Saturday and Sunday, with low-end rain chances both days of your weekend, but also some sun both days, too. Rain chances picking up, and as Things get wetter, the temperatures come down, not by much, but mid-80s instead of low-90s, but staying very humid throughout next week. We'll be right back.
3: April jobs numbers out today exceeded expectations. U.S. employers added 253,000 jobs to the economy last month. The employment rate was just at over 3 percent. That's tied for the lowest level since 1969. Now, the job market has largely held steady despite layoffs in some sectors, turmoil in the banking industry, stubbornly high inflation, and the looming debt ceiling fight in Washington. As the nation careens toward a catastrophic default on its loans by as soon as June 1st, President Biden is blaming House Republicans.
4: We're trying to hold the debt hostage to us to agree to some draconian cuts.
3: Well, GOP leaders insist now is the time to tackle government overspending, even rejecting a short-term extension to avoid default. Leaders will join President Biden for a debt ceiling debate on Tuesday. Top economic officials have repeatedly warned that going into default could raise costs for businesses and families, could hurt 401ks, and could increase the risk of a recession.
4: It's therefore with great hope that I declare COVID-19 over as a global health emergency.
1: Well, you heard it COVID-19 no longer a global public health emergency. The World Health Organization announced today it is ending the declaration issued more than three years ago on January 30th, 2020. Who data says globally COVID deaths have fallen over the last three months. The United States set to end its COVID public health emergency on Thursday.
3: All right, well, tonight on KXAN at 7 o'clock, we have That's My Jam. And then at 8 o'clock, we have that all-new Dateline NBC before we're back with KXAN News at 10.
4: Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.